It's like the IRL dating is not dead. Really? That's yes. good news. I thought that online dating and dating apps had ruined the dating experience, but no. I'm actually quite surprised. I went to a lesbian bar the other day, as I am, in case you don't know, a lesbian. And um, my friend liked the bartender. So what I did was I wrote her number on a piece of paper, gave it to the bartender. Would you believe it? The bartender was like, oh, I was about to do the same thing and gave us... So we just That's cute. I know, they're going on a date on Wednesday. I'll let you know how it goes. Gay rights. I can't believe this is such a big story for you. Because you always say that going up to people in real life now is dead but I want anyone to know that it can happen it can happen happen. hold out faith hold out faith next week they will have moved in together and bought a cat Hello and welcome to On Wednesdays We Wear Black with me, Sophie K and Yasmin Suman Hello, what's up Sophie bitches We are back to keep you updated on what's been happening in the news and just to let you know what the haps are in the scene. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, Yasmin. It's busy again now. It's busy again and um, we have news, Sophie. We do? We, Yeah, we do. We're doing an event at Signature Brew on November 18th. God, I'm the only one marketing this, apparently. Boo! I'm kidding. We are, we are indeed doing an event and it'll be so much fun. Um, it's just going to be a night of rock dreams. We're just going to talk about rock. We're going to drink rock beers and we're going to have rock performances. We're going to be selling some merch. It's just going to be, a, there's going to be a DJ set so you can have a, a little bit of a chill and hang out. It's going to be a good night all round. I know. This will be the first time, the first place you can get our merch before it hits the online store. So if you want Mm -hmm. all the sexy merch, and I'm telling you now, I put our merch, Sophie's going to yell at me for this, I put our merch on my close friend's story and the amount of people who were like, oh my God, can I have some? Guys, you want You put on your close friend's story? Yeah. Yasmin! You can't keep it. Why can't you keep a secret? You know me. I love telling the world about our silly little adventures. But yeah, we've got we've got new merch and we've got an event on the 18th in London. Please Mm. come. Um, I don't want there to be like five people. I'll be embarrassed. I'm already very embarrassing as a person. So like, don't embarrass me more. And you know what? People that message us and go, oh, I didn't know you had an event. I would have loved to have come. That shows you're not listening to this episodes. I know. So fake friends. Fuck fake friends. Who? Wow. (laughs) Wow! Wow! I hope that guilted you all into buying tickets. So, today is a news episode, and we've got some really good news happening at the moment. Obviously, I have to start and say, everybody is talking about when we were young. When we were young. Sorry, it makes me think of that Architect song. Um, When we were young festival! I'm so sad that A, we haven't been invited yet, and B, we haven't gone yet. When we were young, come on. Yes, when we were young, we would go... But it's just, from the UK, it's so expensive to fly out there. So we have to watch from afar. Like, I hope you're having fun. I hope you're having a great time. If only when we were young would invite us. That would be so crazy. Please do it. I mean, mean, invite us with tickets, you mean. With flights, with flights. Yeah, pay for our flights and we will go and cause (laughs) chaos. We we would be amazing. I feel like we'd run rampant. We We would cause so many problems at when we were young. So just I think I'd just go to sleep from uh, sheer jet lag just to let you know um, when we were young festival out in America that happens in Vegas and it seems like literally everybody was there. Everybody and their mothers 
So Yasmin, hit us with who was on the lineup because I know you know this off by heart. Ah, uh, thank you. <laughs> so it was Green Day and Blink One Eighty Two co-headliner, which oh my uh, god, ah, uh. um, Thirty Seconds to Mars, The Offspring, Good Charlotte, Five Seconds of Summer, All Time Low, Pierce the Veil, Thrice, Rise Against, Something Corporate, uh, Motion City Soundtrack, Yellow Card, Saves the Day, Some Forty One, Simple Plan, New Found Glory, uh, Citizen, Bowling for Soup. Less so basically, ch- everyone. Yes, basically everyone from the year 2000 to 2010. Oh, man. And so I've been seeing it all over my socials and what's going on as well. So I imagine that's been quite busy on social media as well, Yasmin. It's been so busy. Like, I've seen um, Simple Plan did their Scooby-Doo song, um, and it was quite fun. There was, like, Avril Lavigne was there. Um, everyone showed up, and I loved it. I loved it. I was very jealous, though. And um, to anyone who went, I hope you have uh, a terrible time, um, because I should be able to go and have the best time. And if it's not me, then I don't want it to be anyone else. And it just, I mean, it just, it looks like the best day. We want to go one day. We will go one day. We will go. Guys, the lineup is are when we were young trip i mean just come see us live on the 18th and and then it can be part of the yeah (laughs) when we were young um so yes everybody's been talking about that but also the fact that green day did a show in las vegas they dropped a brand new song yesterday which they previewed at their las vegas show as well so that was big news because they've got new stuff happening and that is always big in the world's news um also happening in the news yasmin there's been quite a few controversial statements made for example liam gallagher said that definitely maybe which is an the og you know that the, the album from oasis that we all love mm-hmm. he quote said the most important album of the 90s bar none i wouldn't be anywhere without it and neither would you and i'm like <laughs> it's good it's and i love i I love that album like it is up there with one of the best albums of the 90s for sure but i don't know if i would say that it's like i love that it's the most important yeah i love when artists from that time say that because i am i am a baby so i that had no impact on me and if you hadn't really album i wouldn't have known it did you not know oasis definitely made you don't know any of the song. You know Oasis, though, don't you? I know Oasis. Like, I know them generally, but, like... For Even Gen Americans Z's, know Oasis. For Gen Zs, like, they're not as impactful as people think they are. I think it's because so many people... I'm not buying this. ...personality Oasis and are like, fuck yeah, Oasis, that, like, younger people don't have any kind of in or, like, desire to get into it because everyone's so obnoxious really? about it. But they're like... But what about, say, Nirvana? Yeah, Nirvana, because Nirvana... Like, it's okay to like Nirvana. Like... Yeah, there's like douchebags, but there's also a lot of people who are like, fuck yeah, get into Nirvana. We love young people getting into Nirvana. But everywhere, every- Your descriptions of things are varying intonations of saying fuck yeah, and I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> I feel like we need to expand your vocabulary. I feel <laughs> like Nirvana is more accessible for young people because right. the community that's grown around it are, some of them are douchebags, but some of them are very accepting of younger generations and aren't gatekeeping. Oasis fans are like, if you weren't there when Liam Gallagher was born, if you weren't in the hospital as his mum pushed him out of his of her vagina, you're not a real fan. And I hate that. And it just makes it not accessible for young people. So I never got into Oasis properly because I can't stand obnoxious fans. Same with like heavier metal. Like I can't stand thrash metal fans. 
Do you know why I think oh, you didn't sorry. get into it? Do you know do you know why I think you didn't get into it, Yasmin? Why? Hot take. Because Oasis didn't have t shirts in H and M and Target. <laughs> they did. They literally <laughs> I, did. I don't think it was to the same degree as Nirvana. I think Nirvana They and literally did though, that's the thing. <laughs> they did. Like it was a thing to like Oasis. Like you were a true like Brit rocker and I hated it. Hated okay. it. Okay. This is one of my favourite news stories. Two kids went missing at Aftershock Festival. Yes. And one of their mums posted on Facebook, really worried about where her son was. And this ends up getting picked up. This was picked up by the news in America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People were terrified for these two, you know, young lads in their 20s who went missing. Mm-hmm. So, meanwhile, these two young lads, what happened... Their phones and wallets and everything got stolen. So they weren't able to call anyone or get back. But someone at the festival who was really friendly said, come and stay with me. So they went to stay with this person. And whilst they were trying to figure out how to get back home again, this, they let, people let them know, by the way, have you seen yourself on the news? And so what ended up happening is they were totally fine. They were just trying to figure out a way to get home. But their mum had gone nuts and reported it everywhere that they were missing. And Yasmin, this is a sign that whatever you do today, let your mum know where you are. She will freak freak the fuck out. She will will love you just for texting her being like, hey mum, hope you're having a good day. I'm doing this today. She'll love it. I know they're 24, I know they're adults, but you don't understand. You are never an adult to your mum in your life. And no, they you're didn't. never an adult to your mum in your life because you've got to think she's lived a whole life without you. That's what I, I like that put into perspective for me. My mum has had a whole life without me. So for me to live in this world, she's like, you know nothing. This was on CBS News, Yasmin. And there's like images of them posing with missing, like. Peace their up. mom went missing ab- <laughs> above and beyond to make Showing sure. Showing the peace sign, being like, "What's up? I can't be found." I mean, but anyway, so yeah, they got in touch and they were like, "Yeah, we we weren't missing. We we just lost our shit." Oh, as <laughs> as anyone does at a festival, I get it. I get it. Oh dear. So yeah, if you go to a festival, make sure you write your your parents' numbers down. And put them on a piece. I always do this when I go abroad and stuff. Write it down on a piece of paper. Hide it in something that people won't steal. Yeah, yeah. Good. That is actually good advice. That's actually really good advice. Yeah, 100%. Every single time. Um, so, Yasmin, what is the most you've ever spent on a piece of merch or would ever spend? Or even, like, saw something and you're like, yeah, I'd buy that. Um, That's a really good question. Um maybe like 80 pound on a hoodie or something like that or like um maybe like 60 quid on like a special edition vinyl i'm i'm kind of i'm cheap i'm cheap because i was trying to figure out like is this really expensive or not so the band tool who obviously have a very very cult following they have the 30th anniversary reissue of their debut album undertow they've limited it to 7,000 signed copies you can only buy it on their tour but it's 500 dollars would you spend $500 on like your no, favorite bands? No, but I'd bands? spend $100. I would spend $100 on that. I would not spend 500 I would spend $100. $100 Their audience are older. So maybe they've, because they've got money. Those older rockers now have got bank 
I get it. I do get it. But like, no, I wouldn't spend five hundred pounds. I mean, mm. what if it was Paramore, right? What if no, it was Paramore? I know and the they... album that I would spend this money on. If Bring Me the Horizon re-released Suicide Season and they had signed copies and it also had like a reissue print or something like that, I would spend five hundred dollars on it. I would literally wouldn't even think. I would just pay for it. Would you? Yeah. I'm trying to think who I would spend that much on. If Slipknot did like a special edition vinyl or something, like twentieth yeah, anniversary, yeah, I would. Yeah, I would. Like yeah, a fair. Really nice print and like I don't know, yeah. an extra song or something. You're telling me you wouldn't spend the money. Yeah, yeah, I probably would. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I can't even think, and then I'm just like, yeah, yeah, fair, fair. Yeah, I, yeah, would. Fair's, I would. Fair's. <laughs> I would. Um, also in the news. There has been a whole conversation talking of Slipknot. Jay from Slipknot had to talk about this. It's been now the drama from Tesseract has been talking about it. And the conversation that's been happening is when you have the merch people selling the merch and people put tips in the merch jar, a lot of people were thinking those tips were going to the band. And so giving like massive tips. But the tips are actually just going to the merch person who was probably in some instances making more than the bands on tour. I saw this and I actually think that merch people should be tipped. Is that controversial? And also that they should keep their own tips because a lot of the time you're not being paid enough as a merch person. Also, you're loading in at like 7am carrying fucking heavy boxes through like crappy venues that don't have lifts. You've got to go over flight stairs. You've got to deal with all of these drunk fans. Lifts aren't Ubers, by the way. Yasmin means elevators if you're American who were yelling, who were, like, trying to steal yeah. the merch. Like, being a merch person, you work from 7am to 11pm, probably, like, midnight, realistically. And, like, I I don't know. I think merch people should keep their tips. Pers- hot take. Hot take. But here's the thing, Yasmin. A, I think it needs to be made clear where the tips are going when so that when people tip, they know where it's going. And B, I think... Jay from Tesseract made a very interesting point and I think this is something to consider he was saying the tips should be shared across the people who are on the tour because it's not just the merch person like there are loads of people who are working really hard on the tour should it be shared between everybody because in that case um then the merch seller should make a profit off of the merch like because they're the ones selling the merch so where's their cut of profit from selling the merch i don't think so and, and I, this and is a also, controversial thing the bar should split their tips with the band and the crew here's my controversial take yasmin all right i think maybe we should have three different tip jars one for the band one for the crew that's split between well, everybody and one for the merch the person band by like buying their merch like that's a direct way to give them money do you know what? Here's and I, I know I can see where you're coming from, right? But if if you went to work every day and the intern was making more than you, who's like grafted for years to get where you are, and same with the other crew, would you not be pissed off by that? No, because I think we should work in an industry where every role is profitable. It's not a case of like Garrett. Yes, a hundred percent. Hot take. I think no, but, every role should be profitable, not just how hard you but work. You're but you're thinking American. Like, you're thinking American. Don't forget, in the UK, people are paid a minimum wage. But still, I think that like 
people should be able to excel and have good careers in the music industry without being a musician like this is a good thing surely that like much people are making money employs more people to want to be and it makes it like a viable career i just Hot think it's coming most, in from yasmin today <laughs> i just think if the most profitable role on a tour is to sell the merch it's like why would you be in a band then i think the most profitable role on tour should be the managers and the bands like that should be the mo- people who are making them out and the promoters they should make the most then Listen, the crew i've got a hot take I've and then the bar take. staff and merch people i'm sorry it, it, why it should are we be- why are we tipping the the why is the merch person who loads in at 7 a.m finishes work at 12 p.m and doesn't get much breaks why are they sharing their tips with the band who've been asleep until like oh not the band PM? the crew the crew, the that's crew what that's what Jay the was saying. The crew I get, yeah. Because the the they, they load in as well and they work harder. Valid. Valid and true. The band, mm, you work up at 4pm. Um, mm. Oh, no, Yasmin. But Hot they're day. the people. There would be no gig without the band. Uh, there would be no gig without the band. I don't think they voyage, should split it. The band literally aren't there and somehow the gig still goes. So I... <laughs> I just, I think everybody in the music industry, like I have a lot of respect for people who do merch and people who do crew. And I think they are grossly undervalued. So um, Fair, but do you think it should be balanced? Do you think everybody should be able to make a living wage, not just the merch person? Yeah, but I don't think it's the problem of the merch person that the band isn't being paid. No, I think it's the problem of the promoters and the venues. And the industry as a whole. Okay, this is going to be. Let me I don't know, know what you think. I think it's and... difficult because I don't. I disagree with tipping culture. I genuinely I do. I disagree with tipping culture. I disagree I with it. I don't think. I think people should get paid. There is a money wage, yeah. everywhere, and I think people should get paid a living wage. And if you do a really good job, people can give you a tip by choice. I hate this thing where it's like because if you're listening and you're not in the UK or if you're in a country where tipping is just expected, we. Like I would go to work and sometimes you make tips, sometimes you don't. But every day I would take home a salary. I can't believe that there's jobs where you don't get paid. I know, you don't get a salary, you just rely on tips. But like, That's madness. most people do have that. And I, I just feel like, I don't know, I feel like yeah. there's nothing wrong with making the industry more commercially viable and like profitable for everyone from top to bottom. 100% that I agree with that I agree with. I think everybody agrees with that no, everybody agrees with that. I think the issue is that it's just so imbalanced. Um, so just to speed through now some of the rest of the stories, um, we have, let me see here. Oh no, that's it. That is it for our new stories. <laughs> that is it for new stories. So we're gonna move on to releases. And Yasmin, it's been, it is getting busy. Spirit Box have released a new song and I'm kind of obsessed with it. What's it called? Celador, love that. Love Spirit Box. Love Spirit. I I saw someone the other day, and I don't like these comparisons, but I actually thought, mm, yeah. Someone was like, if you like Paris, you'll like Spirit Box because Spirit Box is like Paris but heavier. And I was like, no, that's not true. Let's not compare women. But then I listened to them both, and I was like, yeah, actually, the vibe is the same. Do you know what I was thinking about the other day? Here's another hot take that's probably going to get me into if trouble. If you talk shit on Spirit Box, just no, I'm no, I'm, no, 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 I'm no. ending the call. I feel like here's a controversial take, right? And I don't maybe people have discussed this already. I feel like there is such a different bar set for women vocally than there is for men. Because like if you're a woman in a band, you have to have some like years of classical training, be so super talented. I feel like 
and this is a different genre, albeit pop punk. I was thinking about this the other day. Pop punk, men literally walk out on stage and sing off key and flat and it is okay. They all can sound you, the same. They're all like, can, <laughs> like her because she's smart. No offense, next week. And strong and independent. Like they all, they all sing Meanwhile, like Meanwhile, Hayley Williams is fucking r- doing massive runs. Do you know what I mean? Like I some Barn from Stand Atlantic has a really beautiful voice. Really right? beautiful voice. Do, like, can insane. you name a, a woman in a pop punk band? I'm not talking Spirit Box here because it's not pop punk. Uh, can you name a woman in a pop punk band who can't, can't sing. sing? And no. it's like flat. No. <laughs> Genuinely it's, no. If you can think of this at home, you're listening or wherever you are, please send me a message on my Glenn socials or on really good voice Edith from Meet Me at the Altar like genuinely insane genuinely good insane. voice insane even not just pop punk um, Deb from Harriet uh, uploaded a, a video of her doing a cover the other day of her singing and I was like holy shit you can also sing and it's like of course you can because women are expected to do everything um, you are on one today as well you're making I know honestly you are on what women's rights in... I what support women's some... rights and women's wrongs um, I am a wrong <laughs> um Anyway, so yeah, so Spirit Box had a release. Uh, we've also had quite a lot of albums coming out. Dolly Parton's talking about her album, Rockstar, which I'm really Amazing. looking forward to. And she's got her book, um, Behind the Seams, My Life in Rhinestones. Um, so her, yeah, her album is Rockstar. We also have Blink-182. They were, the reactions to that were epic. People were loving it. Mm. Um, we also have releases from... Bring Me the Horizon. Bring Me the Horizon? That was a big one, wasn't it? The Bring Me the Horizon. Everyone was talking about that one. Yeah, Dark Side. What are your thoughts on it? I like it. I like that they are going in more of like an emo direction. Like before it was more about the metal, but like they've kind of loosened the reins on the guitars and are going more like electronic. And I like that. I like it. Yeah, they, they they always stay current with what's popular, right? They're good at taking it. Taking Back Sunday 152 or 152 if you're picky. Uh, Poppy with Zig. Oh, love her. Magnolia Park with their Halloween mixtape 2. I really love Magnolia Park. Like, I have a lot of time and a lot of love for Magnolia Park. I've, I'm interested, like, where their career's going because I think that they got put in the spotlight before they found their sound if that makes sense yeah and they're like slowly finding but i like it though i like that they're finding their sound as they go like it's it's been fun to watch their career and like their sound change over time yeah i really hope i hope they've got big things going ahead um lake malice had post genesis ep slay do you know um so charlie not rock and metal but charlie xcx released a song with sam smith and um did like a social post talking about how you know just from posting about doing a collab with sam smith the amount of hate that she got and she's like i have no idea how sam smith does it and kind of shed light on like the hate that trans people get online um and i just thought that was really interesting because like same girly yeah it's hard out here being a bad bitch but someone's got to do it and it's gonna be me and sam smith wow you're putting yourself on the same on you and sam smith are the two taking all the hits no oh my god we're just both like i think i think sam smith's non-binary or identifies as non-binary but either way yeah. me and sam smith two two non-binary icons honestly honestly wow you're calling yourself an icon now yeah i am <laughs> yeah you are you are on one today i've um, had red bull i'm so sorry oh that's why in this moment uh release god mode 
I fucking love in this moment. Like I love in this moment. So cool. Do you know what? I love um, Maria Brink and how much she talks about really dark issues. Like she talks about uh, sexual assault and being assaulted as a child and how that affected her. And she speaks openly about it. And it's, it's just very, very powerful. Um, we had, if you're a fan of Rolling Stones, they released Hackney Diamonds. We also had releases from Crosses with Goodnight, God Bless, I Love You, Delete. Ooh, and that's if you're a fan. I don't know. If you. you're a fan of uh, Deftones, Chino Marino's other band. Oh, uh, Boys which, Like Girls put out Miracle. Oh, I love Boys Like Girls. Ooh, nice. Uh, we also had um, some anniversary releases such as Nirvana and Motley Crue. Oh Mark Tremonti had Christmas classics, new and old. Oh my God. <laughs> we had um, more releases from Wargasm with Venom. We had Venom with Live from Hammersmith Odeon. And we had Wargasm, um, we had Varsity with Levitate. I really like Varsity and I feel that they don't get enough love. For real. For real. I don't understand. I don't know if it's because that kind of R&B vocal thing is a bit out at the moment and not, but I love that vibe. I love that vibe a lot. I, it's an exciting time for music, is it not? It's, I think this is the time of year where everybody just releases albums, isn't it? Because everyone's starting their tours. Yeah. After festival season. Um, so yes, yeah, so that's just a few of the albums that came out. Yasmin, what's been going on with social media? so much <laughs> let me go on twitter i bookmarked something because i was like oh this is this is i've got to talk about this give me a second give me a second right so did you see the ghost main incident at a ghost main show i did so i had no idea about this until it blew up on twitter um so ghost main i fucking love ghost main by the way i love like trap metal and emo rap it's honestly secret love um, do you have to whenever you write it down do you have to go ghosty main no but I haven't okay that's just that. anything ghosty main um, ghosty main at a ghost main show this security guard choked a fan who came over the barrier and they went there's a video of it on social media it went viral this is a fan I'm who am- crowd surfed by the way yeah and I'm amazed how many people defended the security guard it was disgusting so this guy crowd surfed over the crowd they the security guard grabbed him by the throat and pushing him over, like strangling him so hard that this guy isn't fighting or anything. He's just leaning back, obviously in shock over the barrier. And he's a big dude. And this security guy is just leaning in harder and harder and harder. It's terrifying, Yasmin. I can't believe that people defended that. Like, it's okay. It's okay to call out security guards for being bad at their jobs. But this is the thing. This is what I don't, this is the problem. You know, when we were saying gig etiquette is dead, Mm. when people in the comments who are fans are defending the security guard that shows that they don't understand gig etiquette they don't understand what happens at ghost main show like i saw ghost main at um uh one of the not fests absolutely killer and because it's a metal show and people understand the rules the etiquette the security understand the rules the etiquette it was okay but oh, I thought you were going to say but. No, 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 it was okay. But this, but this one, it was on absolute shitstorm. Speaking of shitstorms and speaking of gig etiquette, there's a video going around at the moment, and I can't believe that this is the. So there was a hardcore band. I actually don't know the name of the band, but they were playing a show. Someone was stood in the pit, 
with a furry hat on and um some guy was going around the pit just beating the shit out of people like there was no there was no mosh pit happening there was no like people actually moshing it was just some guy like going around punching people right and just like wailing on people who weren't in the pit and this furry got punched and um somehow twitter divulged into a debate on whether furries belong in hardcore music and hating on furries and saying furries don't deserve the same rights as everyone else and i've got i've got to be honest with you logging onto twitter and seeing furries don't belong in alternative music was a wild thing you must be like what the hell is going on (laughs) have you looked in the mirror like we are people who dress like fucking like normal people look at us and go ew so for you to judge furries it's like it's the call is coming from inside the house baby girl but wait wait i don't understand why are they saying i whoa i'm so confused by this so this furry was dressed up a gig, got punched, and everyone's saying, what is wrong with people on Twitter? Sort your shit out. Sort yeah. your shit out. Like, a furry can also be a hardcore fan. Shock horror. And anyone who is a hardcore fan belongs at a hardcore show. I'm surprised and disappointed in hardcore fans because normally they're really accepting. They're not anymore. I find like I feel like hardcore Twitter has ruined hardcore music. And I wow. say this as someone who... Honestly, like from 2016 to 2019, I really fucking loved hardcore music because it kind of filled the hole when emo died. Um, and well, even though emo's back, but I fucking loved hardcore music. Nug Loose kind of was my gateway into that world, and I still love them a lot. But yeah, people on Twitter will be Ugh. like, "Oh, you can't do this at a hardcore show. You can't do that at a hardcore show." Blah blah blah. And it's like, who cares? Just enjoy the music. Who gives a fuck? It's hardcore music. You're literally just like someone is on stage yelling, and you're doing a little dance to it it's not that deep it's so not that deep wow oh and so i hope that furry is okay wherever they are because it seems kind of ironic to me that hardcore probably has the most vegans in the scene and yet they're okay with someone dressed as a rabbit getting punched in the face (laughs) and and to me i'm not i'm not calling you hypocrites but i am calling all hardcore fans hypocrites right now stop not the vegans (laughs) Yeah, I came for the vegans. Sorry, this is uh... no. Stop. You, you, th- you think you think people come for trans people? Wait till you piss off vegans. Oh my god, stop that! Stop it! Stop wait, it! You, wait, can I just uh, let me just clarify for anyone's listening before you get offended? I used to be vegan, um, but I could no longer do it for health reasons. But I did used to be vegan, and so don't come for me because I will outschool you all. I'm trying to find this thing, but now I can't find it, and I'm really annoyed. What thing? Oh, this was big on Twitter. This was, mm-hmm. this was big on Twitter, and I don't know the the full, you know, the full law to this, so I could be wrong. But I'm just gonna go off what I've seen, okay? Okay. Before you will yell at me and say, "Actually, Yasmin, you're wrong." Um, let me explain. So there's a band called Glimmers, right? Glimmers band, right? They released a song called Haley, um, in which they talk about how every woman in a kind of like pop punk or alternative adjacent band gets compared to Hayley Williams. And they had other women from other bands kind of like, you know, in the video being like, hey, like, you know, I'm a woman and this is my name and like, I'm not Hayley, right? And I think the concept, great idea. But people got angry because whenever they promoted the song, they would put hashtag Paramore, hashtag Hayley Williams. And it was like, don't compare me to Hayley Williams, but hashtag Hayley Williams. People need to untwist their knickers. It's just a fucking hashtag. 
so basically that's and this band got cancelled and they had to do like a notes app apology being like we're so sorry we weren't trying are to, you like, serious con- yeah like it's it's pages long dude like it's oh it's, my god <laughs> it's like why can't they wait can you wait which side of the fence are you on with this one because why can't they hashtag Haley williams oh i don't i i don't really have a side but like i more side with glimmers i think they were trying to do something good and trying to like spread a good message and also yeah. like i love Haley williams i have a i literally have Haley williams tattooed on my body so before anyone says oh yasmin blah, 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 i fucking love that woman but i also think we should have a conversation about how like so many people in the scene compare people to Haley williams and avril lavigne because they were they were not even the, avril the not even paved the way but like also do you know how insulting it is for like women of colour to be compared to Hayley Williams like it completely erases their own identity but also like it's just insulting like Hayley Williams is her own person it's lazy because Hayley Williams is an amazing musician in her own right don't compare her to other people it's I I know they like they do it with male bands where it's like oh the next Slipknot but at the end of the day every woman has pretty much been compared to Hayley Williams who plays non-metal music you're either compared to Amy Lee Hayley Williams or um or somebody like Sharon Denandel. Um, so I think that was good that they spoke up and did a song about it. I can't believe they had to do an apology. I know, I know. But also, like, Ugh. you can say, I love Paramore, but please don't call me the next Hayley Williams, because I'm not. I'm the next my own person. That's the that's the thing, right? Is um, Hayley Williams 100% would back that, guaranteed. I know! And so the fact crazy! her fans, the fact her fans have gone... Uh, you don't want to be compared to Haley, but you've used the hashtag Haley says everything. So I now declare worse than the vegans at the top of the worst trolls online. Haley Williams fans. No, I'm a Haley Williams fan. Yeah, Leave sorry, me out it's out there. Leave me out, it's out don't this. Don't slander my name. I said don't it. I've said it. My name. I, no, I have said okay. it. Um, those are the things going on online, but those were the ones that immediately came to mind within the past few days. So to be fair, any fan enjoyable. culture is bad. No. I mean... Even Bad yeah. Omens are ready to <sighs> sick of their own fans. Honestly, I made a TikTok the other day that was like, it was like a happy audio and it was like, Bad Omens fans when they get to go fight somebody MMA style in the middle of the pit for no reason before the first banders come on. Why are you be Like, who listens to the song, Will you drag me out? And thinks, you know what? It's time to actually fist fight someone. Like, who? Why? What? Did Bad Omens fans fight? Yeah, have you not seen the video at the Hollywood Hollywood Bowl, I think, where, like, no. there's there's these two girls who, like... I, I say two girls. I actually don't know if they are girls. Uh, they're two people, two fans, who, like, fist fight, who are, like, bam, 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 like, dragging each other's hair and shit. Shit. I know. And it That's pretty badass. Like, been... I would do that. No, you fuck like... around with me, I'll punch you out. Do you know what I think that is? I think that's TikTok kids coming to gigs and they're not used to getting pushed, but you're any money yeah probably honestly honestly like you're gonna not even kidding it's okay yeah like that's why everybody everybody who likes um this music and is new into this music should listen to this podcast and learn a thing or two cheeky promo like there is no there is no way yasmin if you put me out in the world like you put me down oxford street in the middle of london someone pushes me i'm fucking gonna unleash on them you put me in a bar someone pushes me i'm gonna unleash on them if i'm at a gig and someone pushes me, I'm like, yeah, you get it, get down to the front. Yeah. yeah. Move your little conga line like, to the front, I'm there for it. Yeah, if you're at the front, you've got to expect, like, no one's just going to stand still. Come on. 
Come on. Unless you're right at the back, you're going to get pushed constant. Even if you're at the back, there's somehow someone is going to try to squeeze past you. Even when you've got your back against the wall, it's what happens at gigs. Yeah, gigs are not meant to be like a, a standstill and do nothing place. So yeah, I, I bet you any money. Um, wow. Okay, that well that's it. happening on social media. That's it for this week then. Um, Yasmin, what would you say your... What would you say your words of wisdom? My words of wisdom are that online dating is not dead. Um, IRL dating is not dead. <laughs> Neither is online dating. Be confident, be bold, and just do it for the plot. That's what I like to say. Do it for the plot. If they say no, it's part of your plot. It's part of your law. Okay? It'll be part of your, your villain story. Uh, my words of wisdom are that... Yasmin should never sing Bad Omens on the episode down the microphone will again. You drag no. me oh my god. Out. That's the end of the episode. Oh, if you want to get in touch with us, it's at We Were Black Pod on Twitter and Instagram and We Were Black Pod at gmail.com. If you want to follow Yasmin, it's Yasmin's Human X. And I am Sophie K. We'll see you next week. Bye. You were listening to On Wednesdays We Wear Black. Please rate and subscribe so that we can keep doing what we do. Special thanks goes out to the Nova Twins for the badass music and Wargasm for the killer screams. See you next week.